Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Humane Nation podcast. I'm your host, Allie. Thank you guys so much for once again joining us for another episode. I'm actually very excited to get started on this episode because I realized it has been about a month since the last time we did a topic regarding domestic pets. So for today's episode, we are going to be talking about five ways you can keep your pets safe during the crazy hustle and bustle holiday season that we are coming into. But before we jump into that, let's talk about some animal news first. A recent study led by New York University and Four Paws showed how the popular tourist attraction cub petting negatively impacts lion species. In a quote by Dr. Rebecca Franks, one of the co-authors of the research, she said, Our findings show that cub petting facilities may cater to people with good intentions for the lions, but there are still grave welfare concerns. Lions who begin their lives in such facilities become part of a larger cycle of harm, including the canned hunting industry, the exotic pet trade, and the black market for wildlife parts. While these activities are well known, the exploitation of cubs at tourist attractions is less well understood. I think she sums it up really well because when I first saw this article, I thought, oh, cub petting, yeah, of course there's negative implications. There are many people who may not know that cub petting is such a popular attraction for many places. I think if people knew the terrible negative effects and impacts on animals that cub petting has, I think it would really open up people's minds and hopefully help them realize that these kinds of activities may be fun for you in the moment, but in the long run, it's causing a lot of harm for the animals and it's actually encouraging very greedy individuals who don't have a care for the animals and mainly just see them as a product and a way for themselves to make money. You know, it's very interesting. I'm really glad that they did research about this. So hopefully more people will realize that this is a very serious thing and that the exotic pet trade is a very real thing. And cubs are torn away from their mothers at such a young age. It's not natural. One of the videos that they used as part of their research showed a cub being used for cub petting at a day old. Their eyes weren't even open yet. So I'm really glad that they're shedding more light on this issue. We actually talked a little bit about captive big cats and cub petting in our episode 8 called Tigers, Ligers, and Tigons Oh My. You know, it is a really sad reality. And many people, like Dr. Rebecca Frank said, have good intentions, but they don't realize that the people that they're supporting have really horrible intentions. And according to BBC News... Scientists have recently discovered that 53 animals which were once thought to be silent actually do communicate. For example, sea turtles will communicate when finding a mate. And did you know that baby sea turtles will actually sing within their eggs? George Rich Cohen, who was interviewed by the BBC, says that sea turtles will sing from within their egg to synchronize hatching. If they call from inside, they will all come out together and hopefully avoid being eaten. I think it is so cool when we can learn more about animals and when new facets of their communications or their lifestyle are known. I think it helps us have an even greater appreciation for animals and how we share our space together. All right, you guys, with that, let's go ahead and jump into today's topic. 
Well, I know it might be hard to believe that it's already November 1st. I don't know about for you guys, but for me personally, it seems like the last few months of the year just fly by. And usually that's because there's just a lot of holidays happening. <laughs> lots of get-togethers, lots of different parties. So that's why I thought it'd be good to discuss just how to keep your pet safe during the holidays before we actually get into the holidays. As I mentioned before, we're going to be talking about five ways to keep your pet safe during the holiday season. So our very first way on our list today is to provide a safe haven. You know your pet best. If you know that you'll be having guests over and maybe it might get a little bit loud and noisy, make sure that your pet has the opportunity to find a safe place away from the noise. If they become overstimulated, this can cause a very stressful environment for them. Even if that just means keeping a door open to your bedroom so that they can go in or setting up a cozy spot where they feel safe, make sure they have the opportunity to retreat to their safe spot when things get a little crazy with guests around. Creating a safe haven for your pet during the holidays may also include telling them of your pet's boundaries. I think it's important to have boundaries for your pets and and if that means telling guests, hey, please don't pet my dog a certain way, they don't like that, or hey, we've left this door open for our cat, please don't go in that room because that's her safe space. Don't be afraid to tell your guests the boundaries that you have in place for your pets. As they're human, you have the wonderful responsibility of creating a safe environment for them, even when there's guests around. So to recap, creating a safe space for your pet during the holidays could be allowing them to retreat into bedrooms or wherever it is that they feel safe so they can remove themselves from the guests if they are uncomfortable or maybe they're getting overstimulated, or telling your guests that there's boundaries in place to keep your pet happy, safe, and secure feeling during this time of excitement and sometimes chaos. <laughs> All right, moving on to the second item on our list of ways to keep your pets safe this holiday season is supervising holiday decorations. If this is the first time you're celebrating the holidays with your pet, I definitely encourage that you supervise them, especially after you put out your holiday decorations, whether that be Christmas lights or holiday plants, because you never know what your pet may gravitate towards. We definitely do not want to re-experience a Griswold family Christmas. If you know what I mean, if you've seen the movie, then you definitely get it. But some cats are very much drawn towards light cords or Christmas trees. Some dogs just like getting into everything, whether that be the Christmas tree water or that be holiday plants you have around. Mistletoe, poinsettias, and hollies have all been shown to be toxic for animals and some actually toxic to humans as well. If you still want to have the romantic mistletoe vibes, but without the risk of real mistletoe, maybe opt for an artificial one this year. There's definitely ways to create a safe environment and still enjoy your holiday decorations. I know what I mentioned earlier is maybe more in line with Christmas decor, but the same applies for Thanksgiving fall decor as well. So whether that be Christmas lights, whether that be holiday plants, be mindful of your pet, especially, like I said earlier, if this is their first time celebrating the holidays with you. Make sure that you understand what their tendencies are, 
what they tend to gravitate towards, and then create safety barriers once you figure those things out. I'm very thankful so far our cat, Dr. Cookie, has not been interested in the Christmas tree or with plants, but we obviously we don't keep real holly or poinsettias or mistletoe or anything around. So, you know, that part's fine. But I've been very thankful because I've seen others have to put, you know, blockades around their tree because their cats tend to enjoy the lights or want to climb up into the tree. So it's, it's definitely good to know because, you know, as we know, every single animal is an individual. What one animal may gravitate towards, whether that be Christmas lights, one may gravitate more towards the water at the base of the tree. You know, it really just depends on your specific companion animal and you know them best. Okay, moving on to number three, be mindful of food. There is a lot of different meals happening uh, during the holidays, whether that be Thanksgiving, Christmas meals, New Year's parties. A lot of these gatherings are centered around food. Be vigilant about what it is that your pets are having access to and how to minimize that risk of ingesting something that could potentially be harmful. As we know, chocolate is very harmful. Garlic and onions have all been toxic to animals, specifically cats and dogs is what I'm referring to. Anything with caffeine in it, grapes, raisins, here's a really important one, items with added sugar, specifically I'm talking about xylitol, which as we know has been proven to be very toxic to animals. Um, You know, there's just various foods that you definitely want to be mindful of. If you plan on having guests over, make sure that they know, hey, please don't feed our animals these foods. One time when I was younger, I don't know how old I was, maybe about seven or eight, somewhere around there, we had a party at our house and one of the young kids was just hand feeding our dog Hershey Kisses. And thankfully, she ended up being okay, but she definitely was very, very sick for the rest of the night. So keep a watchful eye of your pets. Make sure that your guests are aware of what your boundaries are, again, that you have with your pets. If small children are going to be at your house, maybe make sure they don't have as much access to the candy. (laughs) Maybe keep an extra set of eyes on them just so that they are aware too, because you know, kids, they may be good-natured and have good intentions, but may not realize that, "Mm, well, Hershey Kisses may not be the best thing to feed our pets. If you do want your pet to celebrate with you and enjoy some different foods, you can opt to give them safe foods and foods that are actually good for them, like blueberries, apples. Our dog loves apples. Natasha is just a major apple fan. We could be eating anything else, but if we're eating an apple, that's like one of the things she'll come up and beg for. I don't know why or how, but (laughs) she just loves apples. Carrots are another great option you can give your pets during the holiday time. Peas are another good one for cats and dogs if you're wanting something different. And as you all know, we are full into pumpkin season right now. Pumpkin is actually a really good one you can feed both cats and dogs. But let's be clear, I'm not talking about pumpkin pie filling. I'm talking about 100% pure pumpkin puree with nothing added to it. This is a fantastic treat for both cats and dogs. Our dog loves having pumpkin mixed in. Sometimes we do this to help with her digestion, especially if she's having some issues with her tummy. Our cat, she's had a little bit of the pumpkin puree as well, and she loves it. 
So it's definitely a, f a favorite around here. So this is another way that you can keep your pets safe during the holidays. Be mindful about what kind of food access they have. Make sure that your guests know your boundaries again when it comes to your pets and make sure that they're not giving them things that they're not, your pets are not supposed to have. And instead, opt for things and instead include your pets in other ways by including foods that they can have. And that way they can still be included within the festivities, but without having the risk of eating something potentially toxic. All right, moving on to our fourth item on our list, which is traveling slash being prepared. This point right here is another reason why I thought to do this topic right now, because in just a few short weeks, we're going to be coming up into Thanksgiving, at least here in the U.S. This is a really busy time for traveling, and some people may already have their plans set. And so with that being said, making sure that your pet is set up as well. If you plan on bringing your pets with you, make sure that you're packing their foods, medicines if they have any, an up-to-date record of vaccinations in case, heaven forbid, something were to happen on your trip and you need to take them to the veterinarian. Being as prepared as possible is always best, just because you never know what could happen. With that being said, if you plan on leaving your pets behind, making sure that you are scheduling pet care in advance because things are going to be filling up quickly, whether that is you want to have someone come to your home and, and take care of your pets or having your pets stay at a friend's house or sending your pets to a pet hotel while you're away. Being prepared will help create less stress for you in the long run and that way you're not last minute thinking, oh no, what are we going to do with our pets? The pet hotel is already full. Our usual sitter is gone. You know, it just saves a, a lot of time and frustration later by being prepared now. Something I forgot to mention earlier when I was talking about if you're bringing your pets along with you is making sure that they have something very special to them that they are comforted by. Bringing it along with you in case traveling ends up being a bit stressful for them or being in a new environment is stressful for them whether that be a favorite blanket that they have or maybe a favorite stuffed animal toy. These things can help ease the process of traveling, especially once again, if this is your first time celebrating the holidays with a pet and you're not sure how they're going to do in a traveling kind of situation. But that wraps up our fourth item on our list, which is traveling and being prepared for travels. Okay, moving on to our last item on our list knowing your pet's threshold. This one kind of is a good summary that wraps up all of these other points into one. You, as your pet's human, have the amazing privilege of being able to know their likes and your pet's dislikes and what their personality is like. The holidays can be a stressful time of year for everybody. I know I feel it sometimes, and I know I have family and friends that probably feel it as well but I'm sure your pets can feel it too. Know your pet's thresholds. If you have a pet that is very social and loves having company around and enjoys that and enjoys being part of the fun, by all means, include them. Let them be a part of the experience, um, just knowing that you'll have to keep an eye. But if your pet is a little bit more reserved or maybe has reactive tendencies, 
make sure you take that into consideration when planning your holiday events. For example, going back to my cat again, I know that she gets a bit of stranger danger with people around. That doesn't mean I'm not allowed to have people over anymore, but it does mean that I need to make sure she has a safe spot set up in place so that she can go to if she's feeling uncomfortable. And so our bedroom is her safe spot. Our dog is not allowed in our bedroom. People don't come into our bedroom when we have guests over. She has, we actually have a little cat door that can open and close too, and in our, in our bedroom door, and that way she's allowed to come in and go as she pleases. And when she's comfortable, she'll come out and join. But at least she's given the opportunity to flee if she needs time alone or if she gets scared. She has a place that she knows she can go to and be safe. You know your pet's thresholds best. And so if you see something that you know your pet doesn't necessarily like or enjoy, you need to let that be known to your guests, especially if your pet tends to be reactive or sensitive. But in general, just to summarize this episode up, be mindful of your pets. It's an honor being able to share life with pets and it's a privilege being able to know their likes and their dislikes and get to know their personalities. And so during the stressful, maybe chaotic time of the holidays, make sure that you're being mindful of them too. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Humane Nation Podcast. As you know, we love to feature your adopted pets and your foster pets right here on the show. And so if you want to share their story with us, you can go to our website at thehumanenation.com Click on the podcast tab, and in the drop-down box, click on Feature Your Pet. There's a form there that you can fill out, and we will feature them right here on the show. And Sanctuaries, we have a form for you as well. If you have a resident that is in need of a sponsorship, or maybe you had an emergency medical bill pop up, you can fill out the form on our website at thehumanation.com, click on the podcast tab, and in the drop-down box, you will see four sanctuaries. Go ahead and fill out that form there, and we will feature that resident right here on the podcast and direct listeners to your page so that we can help spread the word about what it is that you need and what your resident needs. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next time. 